the meeting of the president is the tip of the iceberg. It's what you see. But underneath it, there's a lot of work that's gone in, right. a lot of connections made to get to that point. Right. The discussions were more trending towards mining. And we brought a proposal to him about using um, flare gas um, mm -hmm. as the first pilot project. Another thing that he was interested in was how Bitcoin could help the cooperatives, mm -hmm. um, marginalized communities and basically remote communities too. He was thinking that they would have their own mining operations and they would keep the, mm -hmm. the fruits of those mining operations to fund development and more infrastructure. So this is the stuff that we do at Gen3. It's like yeah, yeah. clever engineering to figure out how to make things work yeah. in different places in different countries. Hello everybody, Juan Galt here with Bitcoin News. Uh, we're in Colombia uh, 4.0, it's a government conference, and we're here with Samson Mao. Uh, you, just, uh, you just talked to President Petro, and you just gave a, a speech at, um, at the conference, which was a great overview of, of the history of money and Bitcoin as the evolution. How's your trip in Colombia so far? It's great, it's a beautiful country. Um, the people are wonderful, and it was an honor to meet with the president. Awesome. And I think a lot of people are very curious and intrigued by this. I think a lot of people didn't expect Petro being, let's say, more of a, of a left-wing uh, politician and president. I don't think people expected him to be interested in Bitcoin. How did, the, how did that conversation come about, and what did you guys sort of cover overall? Yeah, I did see some reactions on Twitter, and people were wondering, why are you talking to this politician? We don't like him. But the, the question you should really be thinking about is, why wouldn't you be talking to him? Bitcoin is for people from all parts of the political spectrum. Left, right, center, libertarian, viva la libertad, you know? It's for everybody. And I think we have to engage because the danger of not engaging is that you end up with something like a CBDC. So if uh, President Petro is interested to talk about Bitcoin, I'm happy to come and talk about Bitcoin because as we talked about in my presentation, Colombia is actually experimenting with the CBDC. And as we know, that outcome is not going to be very good for the people here. So you want to engage, you want to try to help the people of the country, and you want to share the knowledge about why Bitcoin is important, and ideally develop a strategy by which Colombia can adopt their own Bitcoin strategy. But the meeting was um, pretty good, I would say, beyond our expectations. Mm -hmm. The slot was for 30 minutes, and we ended up running for one hour. And he had uh, someone else waiting, actually, afterwards. Like, they were <laughs> waiting to meet him. So he was very engrossed in the discussions. Um, we touched on a number of topics. Uh, he tweeted about healthcare and how uh, a blockchain could potentially help. And there is precedent for that. Like in Guatemala, you were saying earlier, they were using the, the voting system to be anchored with open timestamps. So you can verify the results after. So maybe there's something there. But for us as Gen3, our main motivation was to talk about nation-state Bitcoin adoption and how that mm -hmm. could potentially form up in Colombia. Right, right. So yeah, so Petro pretty quickly tweeted out uh, the idea of using some sort of blockchain system or Bitcoin to audit or, or make, uh, make the flows of money from the government through the healthcare system here uh, easily auditable. Um, he seemed very interested in that. Yes. Uh, healthcare is a big issue right now, especially for his administration. Um, and basically something like 60% of all costs, of all, of all the money spent in healthcare comes from the government. So 
there's a lot of concerns about corruption and stuff. Right. Um, do you have any thoughts on on where something like Bitcoin can actually be useful in those technologies or in this in those issues? I think it is that open timestamp thing, uh, mechanism to anchor and let people verify. Uh, but transparency is good, so I think it's mm -hmm. a good initiative to try to get more transparency. Mm -hmm. But these you don't necessarily need to you know, enter data on a blockchain. You can just use validation to check things are as they should be. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think that um, that that means that you're going to be pay paying people in Bitcoin through the uh, the the healthcare institutions and stuff, or moving through cryptocurrencies. I don't think you you wouldn't really start anywhere near that, right? Like no, he wasn't interested in Bitcoin legal tender and use right. as currency. The discussions were more trending towards mining, and we brought a proposal to him about using. Um, flare gas um, mm -hmm. as the first pilot project. Mm -hmm. So there is a refinery, the Refikar refinery, on the way to Cartagena. And it's got a 20, 20 foot flame going every hour of the day. So potentially if we undertook that pilot project and we used the gas to mine, then people would immediately see an impact that, oh, the flame is gone on mm -hmm. my drive. Mm -hmm. And that would be talked about in the media. They would think, why, well, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. And then Bitcoin would come into that equation we're mining with Bitcoin, mm -hmm. and that could lead to bigger and bigger things down the road. Because uh, President Petro is interested to be more green and incentivize more green energy. Uh, you can do that in a number of ways. You can reduce methane emissions. We talked about um, using methane from dumps to mine Bitcoin. Um, we talked about um, incentivizing new projects, potentially hydropower projects in the country, because there's also a lot of hydropower here. So you could potentially do something like a hydro bond to raise sovereign debt and mine Bitcoin. But I think mm -hmm. it's really key that there is a first step that we have identified with the president and he's keen to move quickly. So he did say we should put together a working group and start. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting that he is open to the conversation. Um, just real quick, zooming into that idea of, of funding energy, where is the conversation to knowledge uh, in El Salvador in terms of innovating in those kinds of sort of uh, investment products, Bitcoin backed or Bitcoin bonds and so on? Well, it seems they've put the Bitcoin bonds on hold and they went with a public-private partnership, mm -hmm. uh, which is Volcano Energy. And that's raised a good amount of money for that operation. Mm -hmm. But we're actually seeing more countries interested in doing a Bitcoin bond. Mm -hmm. We've talked to people in Ecuador. They also want to do a hydro bond. Mm -hmm. um, a number of places are looking at ways that they can use this new instrument to raise capital and build out infrastructure. That's awesome. Yeah, mining is huge, uh, big industry. Uh, there, there's something else that he mentioned. I don't know if you can if you can recall the details of this or, or anything about it, but like he mentioned restitución de tierras, which is basically like land restitution for people that have been, let's say, driven away from their homes um, through the say civil war that's sort of gone on in Colombia for a long time. Uh, was this a conversation you guys touched on? Because uh, it was kind of reported on after the fact. Mm. And so the idea is like tracking, transparently tracking the, you know, let's say the, the processing of like the returning of the land to the original holders, you know, something like, you know, property titled on the, on the blockchain type of thing. He right? did bring it up as something yeah. he was interested in, but we didn't go too deep into it. Okay, we kept okay. the focus more on the energy and mining aspects of it. Right. He seems to be very interested in, in, in transparency and public auditability, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Another thing that he was interested in was how Bitcoin could help the cooperatives, mm -hmm. um, marginalized communities and basically remote communities too. Right. So we talked about 
using uh, mining, maybe with turbines, uh, if they have hydropower, maybe solar. But mm -hmm. his key thing was he wanted the cooperatives to benefit directly. Mm -hmm. So my understanding is he would think he was thinking that they would have their own mining operations and they would keep the, mm -hmm. the fruits of those mining operations to fund development and more infrastructure. Okay. And the, can you describe a little bit more these cooperatives? Like, are we talking about like rural or, yeah, you know, communities ones. that are unbanked yeah. far away yeah. from yeah. from civilization, right? Yeah. So we gave him some information about what's happening in Suriname. There is mm. one community deep in the Amazon mm -hmm. and they're already mining with uh, solar. And mm -hmm. there's talks to expand that further. Mm -hmm. But it would be very similar. It's just a community that is far away from everything using Bitcoin because they cannot go to the city easily. They have to right. charter a plane or take a boat for days. But they can transact with Bitcoin. They can pay for charter flights potentially with Bitcoin and ship things out because they do have industry there, local industries with bees. So I think we can present a more detailed case study for the president and see if that's something he would want to replicate in Colombia. That's really interesting. Yeah. So, so using Bitcoin to bootstrap and like help those communities get connected to a broader community, broader society. Yeah. Um, and then also like also funding uh, energy projects in those areas. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's awesome. Um, was there any discussion about let's say financial regulation in Colombia or any other topics that let's say Bitcoiners are more interested in traditionally, right? Like you know, treasury. Uh, you know, adding some Bitcoin to the treasury or anything like that? We didn't bring up Bitcoin in the treasury, okay. but we did talk about some regulation. So I believe there was um, previously some digital asset regulation, some sandbox for yeah. exchanges, but that was not passed. Right. And we did bring up that topic and he said something along the lines of it should be brought up again and hmm. there should be some sort of structure for exchanges to operate here. Because right now there is no structure. Yeah. Uh, and I think that ambiguity is makes it difficult for all the exchanges. But once that is passed, I, I'm not sure the timelines, but that should make it easier for the big exchanges to properly domicile in Colombia. Yeah, there's there's a huge peer-to-peer -peer market here. There's a, a great deal of Tether moving around. Mm -hmm. Was Tether brought up um, in discussion now? No, we didn't. It was a very, very tight and very intense conversation. Yeah, no doubt. Now yeah. a full hour, yeah, yeah. full speed. Um, but he really seems keen to do it. So we asked him, would you want to record a short video yeah, to yeah. say something to the, the Bitcoin community? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So I just wow. took the phone out and we did selfie style video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, go for it. I mean, that's pretty cool. That makes him very personal. I think that's kind of the best impression I've had of Petro. Yeah. Roughly, you know, I mean, because I don't, I don't follow Colombian politics too closely, but it's good to see him interested in, in this kind of technology. Mm -hmm. Um, he's very welcoming. He right. wants the economy to develop. His focus, he, like when he first sat down, one of the things he says, "I want high-quality jobs for Colombians. Right. Like, I want high-tech jobs. And how can we work together to accomplish this?" So right. we did go into things like, "Well, if Bitcoin is a new financial system, then you need to onboard merchants everywhere. You need mm -hmm. systems to deal with payments and Bitcoin and all of these things, and mm -hmm. also mining. There's a lot of in infrastructure to be built. So." Mm -hmm. There's much jobs to be had, but the financialization and also exchanges coming here too would make those high quality, high paying jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys talk about remittances? No, but that was one of the things I wanted yeah. to talk about. We ran out of time because remittances are huge here. Yeah. Especially with Tether. 
yeah, it's very interesting. Colombia is one of the rare countries where you can consistently buy cheap Bitcoin. You can get it for like three, four points under. And it's it's kind of murky as to why, you know, I think a lot of it is mined in, in Venezuela and so on and brought over. Um, and so that means that when you sell here, you're, you're taking a loss every time, right? So it's just there's a liquidity problem that you, we just need better exchanges right. fundamentally. Yeah. But we did meet with one of the bigger banks here, um, Agrobank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we had early talks. They have their own wallet, the Pico wallet. Okay. And we talked to them, why don't you add Bitcoin support into the wallet? Right. It already sounds like Bitcoin, right? Pico wallet. Yeah, it's just a letter away. Yeah. yeah. Very close. So there are a lot of things happening yeah. here. And I think there are good connections that we've made that could uh -huh. pave the way for a lot more. So yeah. usually when we meet the president, it's because we already have a network. The meeting of the president is the tip of the iceberg. It's what you see. But underneath it, there's a lot of work that's gone in, right. a lot of connections made to get to that point. Right. Okay, that's awesome. Um, well, I mean, let me, I, I could ask you questions for a while. Um, let me ask you about surname. Surname. How did that... Suriname. Suriname? Suriname. Okay. Let me ask you about Suriname. Yes. How was that? You just, you guys just broke that story. How did that conversation go with them, with their leaders? Pretty good. Um, we were invited to visit Suriname by the foreign minister, uh, Al Albert Ramden. And yeah, he, they... We met with so many people in Suriname, it's still a whirlwind. So just before, so in, in case you don't know, just before we came to Colombia, we were in Suriname. So we've been on a, a whirlwind, whirlwind non-stop tour of meetings and media and podcasts and things like right. that for almost two straight weeks. So we're pretty exhausted right now. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, yeah, we went there. We had meetings with the central bank. We had given, we've met with the central bank four times before. So this is uh, actually, no, sorry, two times before. Um, foreign minister we've met four times before and we've we've already proposed um, our idea to add Bitcoin to their treasury to the reserves so 1% this is a, as a baby step because they're dealing with inflation right now so they're very receptive and the president asked us to prepare a concrete plan with the next step so that's what Ben Van Hool our CEO is doing right now as we speak writing together the short proposal and we talked about that we talked about ways that Suriname could accept Bitcoin as money. So in Suriname, they they have their SRD, their Surinamese dollar, but they also use just as much the US dollar and maybe euros to a lesser extent. But they use all these different currencies. So we've done some research and we found that those are permitted through an executive order from the financial committee. Uh, executive order 216 and 219 allows you to use dollars and euros. So if you go to some stores, you see the pricing is in dollars and you pay in dollars, they'll give you SRD back. But there is a way here forward for Bitcoin, which is pass an executive order for Bitcoin. Right. right. It's, a, and it's also a foreign currency. It's the currency of El Salvador. That's right. So not a lot of work has to be done to make this happen. So this is the stuff that we do at Jan3. It's like yeah, yeah. clever engineering to figure out how to make things work yeah. in different places in different countries. Yeah, where's the low hanging fruit for this nation? Too? Yeah get in that's awesome um well thank you so much for taking time with us yeah, um thank you